gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, welcome to episode three of The Con Man and the Cop, starring me, the Don of Con, and Ryan Horn, decorated law enforcement officer. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Steve. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hope uh, all of those have gone well for you this uh, holiday season. Yeah, I got to go to the department store and see all of the nice presents and see Santa Claus and all the little kids so happy. It was nice. It's a good time of year, but uh, you know as well as I do, we'll find out in the given weeks and months here, and we'll probably hear some stories come out in the news of some people who were horribly scammed this time of year, as sadly people are. And I have no doubt this year will be won't be any different, sadly, than any other year, wouldn't you think? I think so. I know so. In fact, I got scammed a f- almost a few times, but I caught myself at the last minute. Mostly it was getting uh, emails through the internet. And an email says something like, um, oh, thank you for your order. We're going to ship it. And it wanted you to click something. And it was telling me like I got something that I didn't order. And it was from PayPal. And it looked just like a PayPal invoice. But I found out once you click on the little link on the email, they take over your computer. Oh, well, I'm glad you caught that ahead of time then. Yeah, because the link, um, it says like, you know, for the invoice, if you want to discuss it. And I didn't order anything, so I was going to call PayPal and discuss it. So I was almost going to click on it. And then I realized what happened. And I called PayPal and they said, yeah, hundreds of people so far clicked on it. They take over your computer. And if you're a big entity like a school or a hospital, they'll charge you a few hundred grand to a few million to get your computer back and these companies pay yep good old ransomware as they call it yep uh well i'm glad you didn't fall victim to it i had one actually you speak of email on that that happened to me one of the colleges that i teach at around here that i teach the criminal justice courses to i got an email from them posing at facebook and it looked legit like it had come from facebook saying that somebody tried to hack into my account using some type of samsung device if this wasn't you then click here and let us know what you know that it all it looked legit the only thing that thankfully in my mind went off the little bell that something wasn't right was the fact that facebook does not have this email it was the email from the college so right away i knew yeah this is not right something's uh not right here so reported it as a phishing scam but uh that's something here we are you know, educating the public on it. And as we pointed out, nobody out there is 100% bulletproof safe from this. You've been scammed, I've been scammed, and we very well both could have on these emails. But thankfully, we figured it out. And that's what we want to do is help people on this show figure it out. Yeah, with the email thing, another one I remember getting was from Facebook itself. And it looked just like a Facebook email and it said that we're going to have to cancel your account you did something against our rules and it posted all these rules and then it had a place to click to appeal the decision same thing they would have taken over my computer lucky for me there they wouldn't have anything and they'd be really really disappointed just a bunch of pictures of uh, butt ugly women that even i wouldn't go out with and then um a bunch of other stuff that's just worthless to anyone on my computer but what if they would have hacked into the computer of like Bank of America and every single branch would be frozen shut without their computer until they got their system back. And in order to get it back, they'd have to pay three, four or $5 million and then they pay it. 
and they're glad to pay it too because it would have cost them a lot more each day that they were offline sure well and that's you know that's something you got to look out for folks whether you're just an everyday ordinary joe like i am or you are bank of america as steve pointed out they're coming for any of you it doesn't matter who you are how much money you have these scam artists will be glad to rip somebody off out of a few hundred or a few million they don't care because once they're done with you they're going to move on to the next target and that's what we want to continue to do with this podcast is make sure you know that you don't have to be a victim sure you can be targeted anybody can they're going to target any of us whether it's you me or like you said bank of america but the point being you got to know what to watch out for and you have to be careful on these emails because as you and i both noted here some of them look really legit they look so legit that there's no way you can tell except if you look real closely at the email address sometimes it'll say like from paypal.com but it'll spell like p a p a l it won't be spelled correctly but it'll look almost exactly like their email address so the best thing to do folks out there all these emails you get just delete them paypal's not going to send you an email and tell you anything you know they can put a message right on the site and have you read it right off the screen. You're not going to get contacted directly and no one's going to ask you for any information and no one's going to take your computer for hostage if you don't click here, click there. Just don't click on anything. Don't open your emails and you'll be a whole hell of a lot safer that way. Um I understand the romance scams were really really prevalent over Christmas. I'm going to tell you a little story it's kind of embarrassing but you know I broke up with my girlfriend and I told you this, I told you guys this a while back and I kind of been lonely so I joined one of these online dating services for like what 29.95 a month so I put my picture on there and I said oh great I'm going to find some nice women so this Asian gal answers my profile so we exchange phone numbers and I call her on the phone and oh my god How, how many house you have you have one house or two house how much money you have in bank if you want to get married again how much wife can you afford and oh my god this woman was just completely completely trying to get in my pocket over the phone and that was my first experience so i guess be careful on the dating services too cuz that might not be an outright scam but that woman was surely trying to get my money and that is something that like we pointed out on previous podcasts and you know it's still depending on when you're hearing this but for most people you'll hear this while it's still the kind of the Christmas New Year season here and it's a time of year where people are especially lonely it's a horrible time of year to be alone for a lot of people and these scammers know that and a lot of them are setting up fake profiles on these dating sites to get just like that now that could have been you know in your situation this woman just might have been a gold digger for lack of better words but uh she very well could have been a scammer too that was purposely a professional that was purposely targeting you and out to get your money and your home and whatever else she could could rip you off of yeah well here's the main thing this is what i think she is but yeah she was just a very bad bad girl and i don't think she was a scammer because she would have tried to do something deceptive to me she just came out and said like hey i'm on this dating service what do you got are you going to be able to afford a girl like me and basically i just um nah you know i i was going to just play her along a little on the phone and um tease her and say yeah, yeah i got a lot of money do you need to borrow some money why don't you meet me in front of the bank at you know 9am tomorrow i was just going to play her but 
I didn't want to waste my time because I mean, I'm just a nice single guy looking for a nice single girl. And only reason I brought this up is so people can see out there that times are tough. People are doing things for money that they might not normally have done a few years ago. And you got to watch yourself because they are ruthless. They don't care if they ruin your business. They don't care if they get all your money, all the money in your kids' college accounts. They don't care if you blew up in front of them and had your body parts sprayed all over the ground. They wouldn't even look twice at you. So I don't know how we can urge these people, Ryan, to do the right thing. Well, I think that's, you know, it helps by listening to podcasts like this because we are trying to educate you as much as you can. And I, I think you made a good point a little bit ago about the emails. Just delete them because most of them are are junk anyway. I feel overwhelmed with that sometimes, the amount of them that I get. And 90% of them, I would say, or more, are just useless. They're not anything I ever really need. It doesn't pertain to any part of my business or life. And that, I think, by eliminating a lot of that and just being more careful of what you take in on your emails and which ones you actually seriously look and reply to and kind of uh, apply to the business of your life, you have to be very careful because, again, some of these look really legit and you got to really look some very carefully over. I would say to the listeners, anything that's asking you to click on a link for something, that's your first red flag right there. Now, sure, there are some that legitimately will have you do that for some things, but most of the time that's where it starts. And like you said, the email address might be just slightly off, but you got to really take a close look at it because some of them look legit right out of the gate. But if you take a close enough look, like you said, maybe just one letter or something might be off just a little bit or a capitalization or some something with punctuation, but something will be off just a little bit to give you a clue. But you have to look very closely because these phishing scams, as they're called, they're still roping in a lot of people. That's incredible. I didn't even know it was called a phishing scam, but now I guess I know what that word means and all the audience does too. Another thing you can do is when you open up the email and read it, because obviously you're not going to know what it says unless you read it, you can push the little three buttons on the top right-hand corner of your screen and it can say, like, block this email recipient and it'll block that person just like you can block people on text and your phone number. So that particular email address won't contact you again, but pretty much they use different email addresses every single time and that's just not the way to do it. So that's um, pretty much what we got to teach these people. And if you people really want to learn, you want to learn to be... Um, not be taken advantage of by scams and not be victimized. That's why you're listening to this, right? Besides two charming guys like uh, Ryan and me, the Don of Khan, I know you like listening to us and we feel like we're your friends and in your home. And I'm only going to ask one thing of you. We're doing all this for free. No one's paying us to do this. Nope. Subscribe to the Con Man and the Cop. This show you're listening to right now. Click the button. Subscribe, $4.99 per month. And if for any reason along the way you're not satisfied, we'll refund your money immediately and no questions asked. But you should really join and subscribe because the only way we're going to be able to keep this thing going on the air is if we have your support. And $4.99 a month is not a lot of money. It's jump considering the information that you're going to get and considering 
if you got saved from one scam because of something we told you, it'll be worth a whole hell of a lot. So I'm not going to talk about it again on the show, Ron. We don't need to tell them this one more time. But at the end of the show, when you're done with this episode, click the button and subscribe. And that's all you got to do. And now I think I'm going to ask Ryan during the holidays, all the drunk drivers and shoplifters and credit card fraud. How is it out there in, in um, Illinois? It's been busy. Uh, and it slowed down a little bit right up until Christmas. But uh, you are right on those types of scams and crimes. The shoplifting is huge. Uh, I would say probably most parts of the United States this time of year. And, you know, people that can't afford gifts, some people will just simply, well, I'll just go out and steal one from the store. And it, it's hard for a lot of these stores to keep up. They have the loss prevention detectives that work undercover and pose as shoppers, but they don't have enough of them to catch a lot of that that's going on. And it's huge right now. A lot of that is, and especially this time of year. And uh, yeah, it's although not a financial crime, what you mentioned drunk drivers those sadly now and the new year's time are really high and you know a lot of people don't know this and again it's not a scam per se but most people think the most duis in the nation are written on new year's eve but that's not true it's a statistical fact that there are more duis written on super bowl sunday than any other day out of the year Oh, my goodness. But you know what? I believe that. And I meant to tell you, I forgot to tell you, I took out your undercover squad car the other night and I had a little bit too much to drink. And if you're wondering what all that um, gooey stuff is on your front bumper, I think I ran over a homeless person. Oh, OK. Well, I was was kind of wondering. And then, yeah, I found the empty eggnog cartons in there. I guess you were just celebrating the holiday season a little bit too much that night. Yeah, but I put the car in reverse to see what happened, and it went blump, 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 blump. So I guess there was someone under the car. But I put the car back, and of course the car wash was closed. But I'll take care of that probably tomorrow. Yeah, we can just run it by the detail shop. But uh, yeah, you uh, you are right. It it is a time of year where crime actually does not slow down. And you know, I, I, something else I would say where people are getting scammed on the dating sites that you mentioned, and not, you know, another place I don't know how. It is in other parts of the country, but I bet it's in most of you that are listening here in the United States, it happens near you. But a lot of people too are not only getting scammed, but they're actually getting assaulted on like this Facebook marketplace and things like that. They make arrangements to sell somebody something and they go meet up with them and they get robbed. This happens a lot in my areas. I know uh, when I was working more juvenile cases a few years back, there was a lot of these little hoodlums that were doing that. They were posing to sell you know an xbox or playstation or whatever the kids now are into playing and when the person would show up and meet them to buy it they'd rob them and i will say this if you're dating some meeting someone on a dating site for the first time or if you're buying something from somebody meet them in a safe location a police station parking lot if you're going to buy something and if you're going to meet someone for a date i would meet them in a fairly busy restaurant or somewhere like that with a lot of people around because these are two ways that not only people are getting scammed but they're also some people getting hurt and assaulted yeah i agree with that except i don't agree with the dating thing you try to go to the girl's house so after you're you know finished putting your work done on her you can just leave really quick and then you don't have to uh buy her any dinner <laughs> well that uh that very well may be, but I would recommend just for everybody's safety, not 
only to get that you might possibly get scammed and and that's happening like i said people show up with their money thinking they're going to buy this xbox playstation or whatever and not only is it not there and these people get their money but there's been some i had one case where these uh couple of hoodlums we had actually shot a guy in like the arm and shoulder area there and robbed him he, he came with i don't know three four five six hundred dollars or something supposed to buy a what he thought was an expensive uh, video game system and uh, not only was that not there but they got his money but he also ended up getting shot in the process so again if you're going to do that folks and and buy things on these marketplaces and I, i'm not telling people to be afraid i think probably the overwhelming majority of things people sell on these sites are legit but you have to keep in mind there is a whole hell of a lot of people on these sites that are using them just for what i said to not only scam people but hurt people Oh, yeah. Here's what they do in Los Angeles, Ryan. What they'll do is put out in the paper, uh, 1963 classic Corvette, $2,000, something that's very expensive at a very ridiculously low price. And they'll tell you, you got to come out cash only, and I'll do the same thing. There'll be like three or four black guys with bandanas on, and they'll pull guns on you, and you might be lucky enough to just lose your money and get pistol whipped, but pretty much uh, watch out. There's no reason why if you're going to buy a car from someone, you need to meet him on some private street or, or at some house. I would definitely listen to Ryan, meet him at the police station, or um, if he comes with that nice car, you might turn the tables on him. You might bring your little piece with you and blow his head off and take his car, and then that'll be one for the good guys. Well, that uh, that is something else I would recommend to people out there if you are able to do that. You get your concealed carry permit, carry a weapon if you go to some exchange like this, because that is, you know, unfortunately, again, something happens. People do get robbed from them. And like you pointed out a little bit ago, a lot of these scammers or especially some of these street criminals, violent ones in this case, they don't care not only if they hurt you or not, but like you said, they don't care if they wipe out your entire financial existence, steal your kid's Christmas, uh, college savings, whatever. They're going to do it because greed that's the underlying principle for so many of these crimes you know you and i talk about this but we'll continue to repeat it greed loneliness uh wanting to be part of something big these are things you pointed out on some past podcasts these are always the motives why people want more and eventually they get entrapped and ensnared from this greed and they make themselves so vulnerable to being ripped off and they keep getting ripped off. And every day that goes by, there's more and more victims. All we can do, Ryan, is to keep teaching them, to keep educating them, and hopefully one day it will sink in. Is that your watch commander coming down the hall, Ryan? Uh, yeah, but I think he's, that looks like he's heading the other way. So I think we'll be okay for a little bit more. But yeah, I, I don't want to get okay. caught slacking on the job because I don't think doing the podcast is you know, part of what we're paid for, but maybe the union can help me out on this. But, uh, you know, I, something that, uh, you, you've mentioned those things there and how much would you say, and again, this goes into a little bit of the season. Now we've talked about loneliness. How much of a factor do you think that is to where people without even realizing it are blinded by maybe loneliness or boredom or whatever. And they've set themselves up to be scammed without even realizing it. When you were picking victims and things like that to scam, how much did loneliness play a role in that? Well, if I was scamming a female, that would play the whole role in it. Because if she wasn't lonely, and she would be on her guard a little more and not be able to get 
scammed by me or mesmerized, as they say I do to people with my calm pilot's voice. But I think that when you're scamming someone, you want to find a lonely woman for a romance scam. If you're trying to get someone for an investment scam, you want to get a greedy, greedy person. So it all depends. But now during the holidays, everyone's lonely and the predators are out there, like I mentioned on that dating site. And everyone's trying to get you. It's websites and everything. I mean, there's this one website that's called Etsy.com, E-T-S-Y. And you don't know how many complaints they have. They sell fake um, paintings and lithographs and fake diamonds and anything you can think of that's real is fake because they're individual sellers that just put the stuff on that set. So if you're going out there, watch out for that website. And like I said, if you want to buy something, go look at it in person at a store. Don't buy anything blindly online because if you do, there's a very good chance you're going to get ripped off. You know, that's, that is a good point because a lot of these scams that are happening now, your and my parents and previous generations were not did not have these at every brick and corner. If you wanted to rip somebody off in the days before the internet, it was it could be done. Sure, you you did that with magazine ads and newspaper ads and things like that. But it was a lot harder. I mean, it can't be stated enough. The internet has made scamming it, it's at, at somebody's fingertips. It's just so easy now. And the other thing is you can go on Facebook and scroll down to the bottom of your page and there'll be a little heart and it'll say dating. Facebook has its own dating system now. Imagine how big it is if Meta, Facebook, owns their own dating service and you can actually go on there and meet people too. I think a lot of people are ripped off through Facebook. Facebook is the platform that sets people up because they place an ad on Facebook. They don't care, they're paying a lot of money and they could be selling you stuff that's inferior, stuff that you're never gonna get. That's another one. Don't just think because it's on Facebook, you're not gonna get ripped off or eBay or Etsy or any of these other um, websites. Just be really careful. Next time you buy something, guys, go out there, go to the store, look at it, and then at least you know what you're getting. Because how'd you like to open up a box and get your girlfriend a diamond engagement ring and you give it to her and then she, uh, comes back crying and goes, I just went to the jeweler and this piece of shit's fake. I'm leaving you. The Fugazi, how we think of that part in Donnie Brasco, you know, where uh, he he has the, he's the diamond expert and Al Pacino shows him that one he bought for his girlfriend. And you're like, yeah, well, I don't know how to tell you this, but it's a Fugazi, it's a fake, you know? And it, uh, yeah, that would be pretty devastating news for any guy to find out that he spent a lot of money to buy his girlfriend a precious diamond and come to find out it's uh it's a fake and there's plenty of people that get scammed in jewelry as well and uh you know when i did a little bit of loss prevention back in the day for sears many many years ago uh that was one of the biggest items that was stolen but also stolen in internally it wasn't because with it being in a glass display case it was a lot harder for obviously uh shoppers to steal it but guess what that didn't stop a lot of employees doing this was nationwide sears and i'm sure most of these other retail outlets struggled mightily with employees doing internal theft stealing jewelry well, they, they do that a lot and most we talked about this before most losses in any business are on retail business are from the employees embezzling and stealing from their bosses and it's pretty unfortunate but that's the way it's always been. 
And as far as fake thing goes, if you want to see a really good Fugazi diamond, go watch my TV special called In the Mind of Con Men. And you can see it on my YouTube channel and you'll see how people are fooled by a flashy stone that turns out to be nothing but a fake or a Fugazi, as you call it. Yep, I remember seeing that video and uh, it is very interesting, folks. So yeah, check that out on his YouTube channel. And yeah, it's uh, it's something that I can't imagine 10 years from now what new types of scams and things are going to develop because the internet is getting giving scammers literally unlimited tools to do these. Where again, back in the day when you started out, you were pretty much very limited to, you know, certain types, but you didn't have unlimited possibilities like scammers do now. And that is what's going to be the hard part out there foremost of all of us not just you folks listening as we just pointed out at the beginning of this episode steve and i both were attempted to be scammed this week by emails and i bet a bottom dollar that a good chunk of you listening probably within the next week are going to experience some type of email or something out there where somebody's trying to take an advantage of you and again years ago before we had emails you didn't have to worry about that steve and i would not have been approached most likely by these scammers but now they can do it and as we pointed out i think it was on the last podcast they can do it from russia or india or china or anywhere halfway around the world and have you ripped off and financially destroyed in seconds and you'll never know who did it you'll never know who did it and the cops here aren't going to go after them and the cops in their country aren't going to go after them so once you're got you're got luckily most of these scams are not for huge outrageous sums of money but everywhere you go someone's going to try and scam you, you got to be really really careful it's best to just be very cautious in whatever you do delete all emails and block them from people that you don't recognize or know don't click anything on an email or if you get an instant message or any link like an email that says hi in the subject line and then you look at the body of the email and it says it's been a long time can you um, reply and then you hit reply and then your whole computer's gone. But all we can do is warn you. And like they say, um, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Yeah. But I think most of our listeners are pretty smart and savvy people. They want to be educated. They want to stay on top of things. That's why they're listening to this podcast. And let's face it, as we always point out, they're not going to get any information like this on you know, Crime Junkie or any of the other ones out there because one, the people that are doing these podcasts don't have actual real life experience what they're actually talking about where again we can't point this out enough either folks this is the only podcast in the history of podcasts to feature a famous con man and a law enforcement person to educate you from both sides of the aisle so there's no perspective you're not going to get no stone left unturned and you're going to hear it from both sides experiences that steve's had experiences that i've had and i'm still having dealing with the criminal element in society and we feel that's why you tune in and we're glad you tune in because we hope we are able to not only entertain you but help you learn something and like you said yeah if we're able to help save you from being scammed subscribe to us and uh, spread the word tell your friends about this podcast help them learn because that's our goal here to grow this i couldn't agree with you more i think they're all learning and I will definitely I'm thinking some new topics for the next show that we could talk about. If you listeners out there have any subjects you'd like to talk about or if there's anything that you'd like to know to help catch someone that scams you, anything at all you'd like to talk about, 
just email us. You can email me at scamjunkie1 at gmail.com. Ryan, tell them your email. Yes. You can email me at ryanhornvt at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear it. We will be glad to, any idea you have, I've had guests on my podcast. You can check out mine, the White Collar Crimes podcast. And we've had people email me and give ideas and become guests on the show. And yep, you can also uh, get good advice on Steve's. His podcast is Scam Junkie. That's also here on Spotify and wherever else you hear your podcasts. And check both of those out and follow those. And in this one, I mean, between the three, you are going to get an insane amount of not only entertainment, but information. You're going to be mesmerized. Well, uh-oh, Ryan, I see your watch commander just came back in the office, and I better yep. get out of here because he caught me going through his desk last week, and I accidentally took his gun home overnight, and he just went nuts. So he said if he ever sees me again, he's going to put me in the holding tank for like four days. So what well, do you say we you, wrap this up? Will you have time to sing the theme song before we leave, before he gets in here? Yeah, he's just opening that scotch bottle now and taking a swig. So it should be a few more minutes, but we'll see you guys later. Here's our theme song. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when Ryan and Steve come for you? Bye, folks. Bye, folks. Have a good 2024. We hope you're along the journey with us. Take care, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.